Counted down. We we know what happens. We're recording. It's a thing. You Are we doing take... tests? No, no, we're not doing. Tests. All right, we just go. We in. don't need tests. Who needs tests? Tests are for professionals, people that know what they're doing. Stand for that. No. I don't get paid enough for that kind of shit. No, well, we don't get paid at all. So, but yeah, yeah, that's, no, that's yeah, no. okay, yeah. that makes sense. That works. Hmm. I suppose um, is is now the time we do the intro. Well, we, what's this we business? I oh, okay. just generally interject at inappropriate times. <laughs> okay. Um, who are we? Oh, what do we want? Where do we want it? <laughs> I like short shorts. Now, uh, you are listening to Thoughtless Crisis uh, Casual Gaming. Is <laughs> Crisis Gaming? Yes. It sounds like we're having a crisis. So. We are having a crisis. Uh, thoughtless Casual Gaming with Brett and Jace, two men who are completely melting down after the days, weeks, months, events. Um, this has been a process, let's say, getting this happening. <laughs> we, we had plans. We, 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 we had, had lots of plans. And, and <sighs> those plans are still plans. Just not at the, a planned time. Yes. That we planned. The plan is not the plan anymore. The new plan is to come up with a new plan and yeah. then plan those plans around that plan. For the plan hath gone awry, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we're a Geelong-based gaming podcast where we play games badly and then talk about them, as you probably know, because if you've listened to the two minutes of shit so far... <laughs> You know who we are, and for some reason you've stuck around this long. It's December, Jace. It is December. It's nearly Christmas. Oh, fuck. It is terrifyingly close. That is (laughs) not okay. Have you done all your shopping? Um, When you say I, we we mean- Has your wife done all the shopping? I think the one thing I am responsible for purchasing Mm -hmm. is still in transit. (laughs) (laughs) Is that her present? Is it going to get here in time? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> Australia Post at the moment is great. They are. Yeah. Mm. Look, the, what was funny is I, well, I was shopping, random online shopping, and I purchased said presents, and then mm. I saw something else. I went, oh, you know what? Maybe I just randomly want one of these for shits and gigs. So I ordered it, as well as all the stuff we did in one big order, and that was perfectly fine. And you know what's arrived? The <laughs> random shits and gig thing that, I, from, that came from a different store. <sighs> I did um, – I bought one of the Mrs. Presents online. I got it through Amazon. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, – Usually – yeah, so uh, it was interesting actually because, like the, I think it was like the next day or something. I was shopping for other things, and was in a shopping little shop, 
me fail English? That's impossible. Yep. You, you were shopping uh, in I was, a shop. I was shopping in a shop and I came across said item, uh, which was in a shop. And I thought, well, shit. I could own it right now. I could own it right now. But I've paid $10 less. Is it going to arrive? If it doesn't arrive, I know it's here. Worst case scenario, blah, 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 blah. Next day it showed up. So yeah. I was safe. <laughs> Good so old Amazon. Oh, man, they are, they are good. Yeah. I don't know how they do it, but they do it good. They do it <sighs> gooder than other people that should be doing it gooder are not doing it good. Look, and the only the only other thing on the whole Christmas shopping thing that I really want to get into is the fact that we have some stupid-ass work Chris Kringle thing, as mm-hmm. you do because you work somewhere, and everybody does it. Nobody wants to be involved, but we all feel morally obliged. <laughs> um Fortunately, I'd forgotten about that until everybody sent me reminders today. So I now have some kind of reputation. <laughs> Probably after I had to explain to people that I couldn't go to a work lunch because it happened to be my wife's birthday the next day and I needed to organize presents because the things I'd purchased online were not arriving in time. So I had to go and purchase real versions of the same things from a shop. Mm-hmm. For them to have exactly the same thing show up like three days later, too late. Mm-hmm. And now we have multiple because I refuse to return things. No, returning things is irritating and awkward. Yeah, I don't like it. No. And it means more postage. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. Although, well, anyway, that's not important. Let's move on. Well, at least you've got like a Chris Kringle type thing. Ugh. I've got all I've got at work of various people going, ah, oh, I've got you something for Christmas. And I'm like, oh, fuck, don't now do I have to that. get you something. Like, it's See, awkward. All of a sudden, I'm buying presents for like most people at work. I'm like, I don't know. Just don't buy me anything. I don't need it. Hang on. Wait. Do you work? Don't you work at a retail outlet? Yeah, but so do it's you, do you... buying anything from there for people that work there because they probably already bought it. Do you sell gift vouchers? No. <laughs> Random pop culture gift voucher. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> You know what would be even more fun is if you buy them for random amounts and then mix up the cards and see who gets what. And it's a bit of a lucky dip type affair. <laughs> I should have talked to you about this earlier. Yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway, so ignoring Christmas, what have you been up to since <laughs> we last recorded? Is that an option? Um, so things I have purchased that I suppose let's kick off with there. Mm. Um, and no, wait, we did this. I've already – did did. Did we talk about me buying Dungeon Bowl? Because I bought Dungeon Bowl. No. no. Well, I think we talked about you getting it. Intending. Because yes. we have not recorded since you achieved Dungeon Bowl status. Oh, no. I have, I have achieved. I have unlocked <laughs> that status, um, that achievement. Um, and it's a, I literally, I went in to, to throw the dice to pick it up because Rich messaged me. It goes like it's in, and I went great. Well, I need to be there now, and so I arranged for that to happen. And I got in, and he's like, "This is a really heavy box." <laughs> I went, yeah, it is. Um, and then he told me the price, and that was explained it. Um, no, it actually, look, it, yeah, look, it wasn't too bad given the get. This in, and I had this conversation with somebody the other day around the fact that you never get actual full rule books in games anymore. Because they're all downloadable things and and whatnot, and I really like Blood Bowl's the exception to that. 
Yeah, I really like getting not only the full rules, but a hardback, pretty thing. It's it's a weighty tome that you could do someone an injury with, and that's what I want for my money. That's what I want. I want Dungeon Ball. <sighs> Has to wait till after this bloody Christmas presents. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, humbug. I have I have achieved dungeon ball status. Life is good. Um, I actually happened to while I was there. He's like, "Hey, you ordered green stuff a while ago. Did you actually want to pick that up?" So I did, um, because so to, like you know the the like little packets of green stuff that you get from Games Workshop. Yes. That, Fuck yeah. that shit. That like they charge you like an arm and a leg for for a couple of centimeters of this stuff. So this is a thirty six inch roll. Of green Jeez. stuff. Okay. Um, and I can't remember what it cost me, but I believe it was at about the same cost as the need of green stuff packets. Is it still uh, that crappy blue and green stuff that you have to mix together? Hey, it's still that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's exactly the same stuff. I mean, green stuff. stuff frustrates me at the best of times. It is exactly the same stuff, but I have a 36-inch roll of the shit now, which... Interestingly enough, and and for trivia that matters to nobody, I actually used an entire roll of that for my old Beastman army. That was the full amount of green stuff that I used for that army. Um, which that does I, not surprise me. That was fun. Um, so I bought green stuff. And then the only other thing I've purchased is recently, um, and I couldn't uh, – digital uh, 3D print type files, but um, – Back on the Kings of War thing, I, I found more files for things that I desperately need for that. So I am currently a patron for somebody who's creating files, but I'll download all those and then cancel that. Um, so suspect that is the other thing I have purchased. Man, people make a lot of stuff. Like a real and yes. this is the dangerous thing because I, I did the whole Patreon thing going, right, I just need to buy these things. So I'll just become a Patreon because it's cheaper than buying the individual files, mm-hmm. download all the stuff I want, and then cancel it. But then I started scrolling through the catalog of the stuff that you can get. And I'm like, oh, well maybe maybe I just keep it on for a little bit longer while I, I get some more stuff. <laughs> and that's how they get you. This is why I haven't gone to any effort to get myself a 3D printer because I know, A, I'll get frustrated trying to make the bloody thing work in the first place. Yeah. But, B, I've got people like you and and Fresh Prints trying to do it for me. And that way I don't need to go down this rabbit hole of look how much Marvel terrain I can print. I mean, that's my next hobby update. Um, <laughs> but funnily enough, the stuff I just bought files for, I'm going to get Fresh Prince to. Yep. Also, now I'm referring to him as Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince of AC. Sure. I mean, the the, the important thing here is because I'm now trying to think of the actual Etsy shop name that I've gone blank on because I think it's like Fresh 3D Prince. Terrain? I don't know. Yep, something like that. But Fresh Prince is heaps cooler. We're, we're <laughs> ch- changing that. Sorry, sorry, Mark. Um, so, <laughs> um, so, yeah, the other half of that is the 3D printer now has been back online. It turned out I need to spend about 10 minutes dicking with it to make it start going again. And that 10 minutes took me about three months to do. Um, 
which is the way that the 3D printers work. If I had have tried to do it straight away after it had broken, it would have taken me three months. So if I just leave it three months, it only takes 10 minutes. Um, Seems legit. I'm exactly sure that's how it works. Um, but, yeah, Marvel, Marvel Crisis Protocol Terrain has been going pretty hard on the, the printer. Um, mildly disappointed when I realised that because it is intended for multiple game systems and Marvel is kind of 40 mil, so their, their models and everything are a little bit bigger, that I was actually supposed to scale up a bunch of stuff. So I had like teeny tiny dumpsters that I printed and I now Aww, have to. They'd they're, be cute. They're, they are adorable, but they just look a little bit fucking silly. Like, you know, Spider-Man could trip over one. Um, so... <laughs> I'm reprinting dumpsters uh, as we speak, but we'll get there. Um, other things that happened randomly, good news. I turns out I won the, I think it must be the November Hobby Homies prize pack okay. thing, um, which was the Scale 75 Artist Tubes, the blue. Great. That's a win. So I guess they'll show up with my paint rack. Um <laughs> is this a paint rack from which competition? Um, Spring. Did you get your trophy? You got a trophy, didn't you? I mean, you came when you say, or something. yeah, when you say I got, you were awarded a trophy. Well, yes. Have you seen it? No. Okay. All right. Oh look, not not that I'm much better on the postage, um, so I can't 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 speak too much. Uh, we we joke, but uh, again, they're they're nothing if not um, consistent. Yes. Um, what else has been going on? So uh, things I've watched because you know I've actually done a very small amount of hobby over the last little bit. So let's pad this out. Um, <laughs> No, I don't know why. I've just been a little bit of a like I've intended on it, but it seems like a lot of work. I don't, and it shouldn't seem like a lot of work, so I didn't do it. Um, but I did watch. I've just finished two seasons of Ted Lasso. I've heard things. I yes. So I've I only heard good things. I've well, I, I had a. We had the episode where we reviewed a lot of things, and that was one of the things that we we talked about. Um, and that was, yeah, you know, there Mitch, was, Mitch talked yeah, about that. Yeah, he, he mentioned it, yes. Um, and, you know, only good things were said. And then I had a couple of other friends whose opinions aren't completely atrocious um, say that they were watching it. And I said, oh, yeah, but Apple TV, like I'm not dealing with another – and. The, to which they totally didn't just say, well, here's my login. Um, <laughs> go and watch the fucking thing. <laughs> so now I have Apple TV, which is lovely. Um, and I've since binged two seasons of Ted Lasso, which actually lives up to expectation. It okay. is. Because it's got an expectation. Like I said, is, everybody's talking about it. It is fucking lovely. Like it is charming and witty, and you feel good, but it's you know it's the emotional roller coaster that you want from a bit of a TV, like very character driven TV. But it's just you you just smile, and sometimes that's what you need. Like imagine if Ned Flanders wasn't religious, and coached a, and coached a soccer team, but he was also from you know Kansas. Um, and didn't actually understand anything about 
soccer. And it's just about the relationships and the people. And, like, it's not actually about soccer. Like, that's kind of the, the underlying thing to, that brings them all together, but not important. Um, yeah, actually really good. Really good. Like, character arcs, really good. It's, it's that kind of piece that you want, like, in a thing that makes a good TV series, especially comedy-wise, and this probably fits into that, is characters mm-hmm. and having a, a good spread of diverse but likable characters and really sort of likable but unlikable villainy type characters and all of the above. And it just, it delivers in spades. The casting is bang on the, they, the, the culture and the in like world that they kind of build, which is not hard because it's actual real life England. It's just, it's just over the other side of the world. Um, but it's the whole thing's really believable, um, and then you insert this you know, larger than life of sort of Ned Flanders-y stuff. He's even got the mustache character, um, and it's just how they they go from hating this man and the fact that he's literally brought there to fail, um, and how it just it in the course of the seasons it it kind of turns around and you know all that jazz. Do recommend. Okay. Um, not my usual TV, but very good. Uh, and then Hawkeye, I'm sort of up to date with. So episode, f- they've done five episodes. Yeah. There's one, one tomorrow. To yes. Yes. I am also up to date with Hawkeye. Oh, good. Yes. How are you finding it? I didn't think I would like it as much as I am liking it. Mm-hmm. There are things that I I probably find frustrating. I don't think the the Kate Bishop kind of – I don't think she's deep enough into it that it's plausible that he keeps dragging her into things necessarily. Um, But – and again, without going, you know, spoiler stupid, I like that he's – a bit of a broken character now. I mm-hmm. like that they've gone kind of the the you know dark shady past, but there's a very good reason. I like that you know he's you know, human. Mm-hmm. I like <laughs> I like that he keeps hanging out with Larpers, which is just fun. <laughs> um, it's got a lot of comedy in it. It's yeah, like it's, the, the tracksuit mafia in particular are just. <laughs> Just comedy gold, which is not what you expect for the token bad guys. No, and I really like the fact that you've got these quasi-serious bad guys that are a laughing stock. They're, mm-hmm. they're ridiculous, but they're also dangerous, but they're also a bit not, and we can't really work out whether we need to take them seriously or not. <laughs> um, I We'll just take them to Imagine Dragons concerts. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like, but just, you know, it seems where he's just icing himself because he's broken and bruised mm-hmm. and things like that. I like the hearing aid. The hearing, the, the sound in it is incredible when he's just, you know, for whatever reason, he just turns his hearing aid off and you just, everything's muffled. Yeah. And, you know, if he's in a conversation that he's, completely bored by it just turns off the hearing aid. I love it. It's and the sound the sound of the show, it just sort of it matches that. It's really good. Yeah. Um 
so I'm surprising I'm liking it as much as I am, and mm-hmm. I'm liking the tie-ins that they're now brought in the last kind of episode or so. I don't know what to think of Swordsman. Jack, mm-hmm. what's his face? Yep. I don't know. I don't know if he's supposed to be a real threat or just a... I think that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure where he fits into the grand scheme there, and I feel like the, yeah, there's obviously a, a you know... A finale type piece, yes. but the, the other tie-ins that they've done the last episode or so, um, it feels like it's getting climactic. Yes, and it's like definitely it. one episode to go. Mm. It's it's reached that point, and I had heard rumours of who the big bad was going to be, mm-hmm. but I'd forgotten. And so at the end of that episode, when I saw them on the the picture i'm like oh yeah and i wonder if it's yeah. the same actor That's and it is, is i'm it? pretty sure yes oh okay i'm which ties in all of the other tv yeah. series which is an interesting yes. i was surprised but i'm okay with it yes um so yeah i i didn't hate it and i was i was gearing up to hate it I feel like I was gearing up to be disappointed. Um, and I don't know if that's a, a follow-on from What If? Yeah, maybe. Know. Maybe. I mean, I always I always enjoyed Hawkeye and the I wasn't sure how much they would lift off it, but there was a, a series of comics done by Matt Fraction mm-hmm. where which basically just showed Hawkeye as a landlord for this run-down apartment and looking after his tenants and stuff like that. And it was all very, very, very much the normal human things, but he happened to be an Avenger at the same time. (laughs) Uh, And they seem to be lifting some of that off. I want to go back and read it again. Um, But uh, some of it, like the the archery scenes are incredible and the, the Pym Particle one that just oh, got me. that was gold. <laughs> I didn't, you know, there was no seeing that coming, and it was no. glorious. Um, yeah, some of the some of the trick arrow fun is is good. Uh, as I said, Kate Bishop as a and I, which I will now only refer to her in her full name. Yeah. Um, I, I can't I like her it. as a character, and I I think that she is what that character is supposed to be. Yes. But at the same time, I, I think you're right. Like it doesn't, I mean, they've only got six episodes to do it, but she's integrated a lot more than she probably should be. Yeah. It just seems like she's, she got to run at the big leagues without any effort to stop her. Passing the tryouts. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was interesting. Um, yeah. But is it ultimately good? Actually, interestingly think the, um, the girl who plays, is it Maya, the kind mm-hmm. of uh, actually deaf? I didn't realise. Oh, okay. And apparently both Jeremy Renner and Kate Bishop learnt sign language so they could talk to her on set wow. and things like that. So That's cool. There's actually some cool little plays plays in there as well. I thought apparently, it was pretty groovy. Apparently before it even started airing, they announced an Echo show. So she's going to have her own show, Ooh. which will be interesting. Yes, because I'm very interested to see how they take her mm-hmm. from who she is to where she sort of goes. Yeah. Um, we will see. But, yeah, look, to be honest, between that and Ted Lasso, that's pretty much my watching. Now they've released a new season of Witcher. That's my next go-to. Um, yes. 
I need to find time for it. And I need to at least watch. I think there's a a recap type a recap episode. I might have to watch that. Really hoping they fix their timeline issues from the last one, so I can actually follow the bastard thing. <laughs> and it amuses me how much Henry Cavill is now reinserted into social media. All of his nerdish type hobbies. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Very much so. Like that came out of, like there was all of a sudden, you know, hold on, Henry Cavill paints 40K and then you didn't hear anything else for ages no. and now all of a sudden that's all that they're talking about. Yeah. I can't help but feel that this was cleverly planned by some advertising executive. Mm-hmm. He is now Lord of the Nerds. Stay tuned for the next announcement. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, he's totally going to show up at some LARPing convention or something just as a rando, <laughs> like pretend like he's done it the whole time. Um, <clears throat> other things that I have done hobby-wise, though, speaking of Dungeon Bowl, if we circle back to that, I got very excited about trying to come up with various teams. Mm-hmm. I spent way too much time trying to come up with various teams. <laughs> and then I went, right, well, let's – Let's just go back to the box and see what I actually have models for before I start going too too wild on this. Um, and with a couple of you know dungeon, a uh, couple of blood bowl boxes. So if we look at the last season, was the Black Orcs and Imperial Nobility? Correct. The one before that was the humans and the orcs. Also correct. And I'd already done some conversions and some pieces for my corn team that I had some spares for, and that there's a College of Metal team right there. It's all of the pieces that I need. So that basically made my decision for me because it meant I didn't have to think too hard. And then the secondary conundrum is how the hell do you build a team for this? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I, again, I spent way too long going over every possible option of how I could build a team and what which positions. Because, I mean, that's the fun bit with Dungeon Ball. I think is the the different in the difference in the team building, um, and the fact that I can take you know blitzes from multiple teams and blockers from multiple teams and all this kind of joy is great. But it gives you way too much choice. <laughs> Um, so in a, a moment of analysis paralysis, I basically came up with the idea that the whole point of having mixed teams is so you can have mixed teams. So let's mix these bastards up. So it took pretty much one of everything. Excellent. Um, and I then think that's two, the way to go. And then two of things when I ran out of things that take one off. Um, so that was handy. And then I was trying to work out what bases I could chuck these bastards on. And I still had a whole bunch of the Marvel crisis protocol bases that had like the greats and things. I went, mm, that has metal on it and kind of flagstone type things. That seems like dungeony and metally. Ta-da. They don't look too oversized. I think it'll work. I think it will. Um, and then just because I was bored and needed something that was pre-undercoded as Badly as the undercoating was, um, I painted most of Angela, which mm-hmm. is almost all of my A Force now. I Excellent. need to finish her up, touch up her skin and stuff with the real kind of rough patchy bits, but she's not far off. I've got probably about five bases to go, and then that's kind of the A Force collection that I own to date. Excellent. Complete. That's good. Um, that has been my last lot of hobby type things. 
I feel like I spoke way more than I needed to, <laughs> even the amount of shit I've done. That's, what, that's why we podcast, isn't it? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Go. All right. Uh, well, I have done some hobby, but like you, I've kind of been plodding along the... I've been. I feel like I've been working on the Necromunda team for way too long, and like it was. What do they call it? Batch painting. So I was doing each one and each color, and then moving on to the next color, and then doing each one again. Mm-hmm. And that just seemed to take so long, but they're done. Yeah, and I'm really actually happy with them. Like they I mean- really work. That's the thing with batch painting, though, right? Is everything takes so fucking long, but then everything's done. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like you go from nothing to completed. But like, but not only that, but they look good. So I'm not like left with everything done, but looking shit. I'm, I'm left with everything done, but looking really nice for me. So I'm really happy. So those ten are done, which takes me to one forty-seven <gasps> for the year. We're so I'm, close. I'm also up to 30 days where I haven't painted. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm, I started on the Underworld Dwarf team, which is four models. So I have started painting those if I get them done, which I may do if I get a couple of days off coming up, then then we should hopefully hit that 150 mark. And then underworld, which dwarves? The um, the naked ones. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So this, this this is what we've chosen to end on a naked dwarf. Naked dwarves, yeah. Look, I I wanted something relatively easy because the 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 mojo is still not quite there. Uh, mm-hmm. And the three colours, or three and a bit colours that I have done on these guys has taken me much longer than it should have. But I, again, I'm following a, a GW video and, and just working my way through there, but also changing a few things around to incorporate contrasts. But we'll see how they go. I, at this stage, I'm, I wanted something nice and simple to potentially finish at that 150 mark or 151 if I get all four of them. Uh, and then next year, next year we start just aiming for positives. We're going to go yep. more more things painted than purchased. That doesn't include board games, right? Doesn't include board games in case <laughs> Masters comes in and... Uh, the boys comes in and what's the other one I've got coming? Dark Knight Returns board game. Yeah, look, it doesn't include those. But that's that's pretty much it for the hobby side of things. I have been watching an awful lot of TV though. Mm-hmm. So I've been working my way through Entourage, as I think I've said. I am now finished season seven. And so I've got one more season to go and then the movie. The okay. only problem is that the last season, season eight, I somehow never purchased. That doesn't sound like you at all. No, it doesn't. And it's like I've got the movie. The movie's there ready for me. I just need to somehow find season eight available by itself and not in a huge box set with all the rest of them because I've got them all. 
so I've done a couple other things. Hawkeye we talked about. I finished off Star Wars Visions. I didn't start, so go. Uh, yeah, I finished it off just to say I'd finished it off. Okay, so I don't start it is what I'm hearing. No, look, there's one or two really good. I would watch the first episode. The first episode is probably the absolute best of it and probably a decent one for you, but I wouldn't go any further. Okay. The other thing I watched was Hellbound, which, again, Korean show. About to say, I've heard of this, but I can't. It's uh, basically it's a lot of religion based. Six episodes. Uh, it was really interesting because, like, the first three episodes are all sort of tie in together, and the next three episodes are like five years later. So it was really interesting, really cool effects of these. Basically, the gist is that this people get this vision of this giant floating head that says, Jace. At 10 o'clock on Friday, you will die and go to hell. And then at 10 o'clock on Friday, these three big black smoky monsters appear out of nowhere and beat the crap out of you and then burn you to a cinder. I mean, as you do when you're a big as black you smoky monster. Yeah. yeah. And then, so it's, you know, people are trying not to sin and all the rest of it. And there's a very big religion. Um, theme to it all it -hmm. was good worth watching but you know it was okay Mm -hmm. special effects were cool the i have done a little bit of purchasing for myself i've been trying not to do much because christmas Mm -hmm. not that i'm expecting much for christmas i did buy myself a christmas present then the wife said, oh, I'll wrap this up. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. But I, but I wanted this now. <laughs> I wanted it now. Uh, for myself, though, I did pick up the corn, Blood Bowl Dice, and the Spike magazine for corn. Mm-hmm. I still have the pitch waiting for me at Rich's, but I'll wait until after Christmas to pick that up when I can actually justify spending money on myself. Uh, but apart from that, the only other thing I've been doing really is. I've been jumping on the Xbox a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying out a couple of new games. Uh, The first of which, these are all through Game Pass, so free to download. Uh, The first of which is a game that my kids are very aware of from YouTube. And my son calls, his name for it is not the actual name, but he calls it Mungers. Okay. Among Us. <laughs> crack up every time he says it. Uh, Among Us. <gasps> yes, okay. Now I'm with you yep. now. So very, very well-known game. <laughs> Among Us. Among Us. Uh, it's finally came to Xbox, and it's on the Xbox Game Pass, and it's actually really fun. I'm really enjoying it. I was a bit hesitant thinking I'd need to talk to people and explain, you know, especially in the first couple of games, going, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. You, everybody's asking where people were when the body was found. And I'm like, I don't know where I am now. So, uh, <laughs> but thankfully it was all done by typing. So I just bluffed my way through. How's uh, that go on the Xbox? I could probably probably do with a keyboard for the 
the controller. I had one for the old Xbox, the Xbox One, but yes. I don't have one for this one. Okay. No, I had one for the 360. I didn't buy one for the Xbox One. I definitely probably need one if I'm going to play this a bit more. Uh, I have toyed with a couple of other games tonight, though. Mortal Kombat 11 has come out on Game Pass. Uh, unfortunately, I will have to buy the DLC just to get Joker, but that's fine. I can do that. A bit of a go I, on that. I have the discs, I think. Mm-hmm. If I don't know if yeah, let's see if you want. Um, yeah, I mean it's another Mortal Kombat game. It's another Mortal Kombat game. That's exactly right. I mean it's pretty and it's violent and it's gruesome and it's everything you expect Mortal Kombat to be. And I button mash my way through a couple of games tonight. Uh, I also loaded up Warhammer Battle Sector, which is kind of like a it's forty k. Controlling Space Marines, controlling squads of Space Marines, you know, click on a squad, tell it to shoot those Tyranids, then move over there, that sort of thing. Yeah. But just played the tutorial before and, and that was decent. The last one which I have played is a game which I'm sure you will be right behind. It's called lawn mowing simulator (laughs) and i saw this and i'm like i've got to download this because i need to see what this is like and um if you take the name that's exactly what it's like (laughs) and it's about as fun as you expect it to be (laughs) like let's be really clear i hate mowing the lawn me Um, too like I spent 20 minutes trying to mow 99.9% of this yard without running over flowers and things. And it's 20 minutes of my life I'm not getting back. <laughs> Somebody's gone to a lot of time, probably more than 20 minutes to create. <laughs> oh, it's a it's a beautiful looking game and there's a lot in it. And there's all sorts of, you know, lawnmowers. They're all right on lawnmowers, but there's all sorts of lawnmowers right, you can purchase. Slightly more and- interested. Um, but but you can't you can't go too fast because then your engine overheats and then you damage your lawnmower. So you've, you've constantly got to sort of hold the trigger button at a decent level, but not too far, but not too slow either. And it's like, I mean, if you could somehow blend this with Carmageddon, yeah, yeah that would work. But that's not if, what this is. No. But it, it could have been. That's what I don't understand. At some point in the design process, someone went, no. <laughs> and some lawnmower purist has decided. Somebody has a lot of time on their hands. And it's it's kind of like I have played Farm Simulator. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, only I don't know. I don't know which one's you worse. Do, you do more on a farm. Like there's there's animals and shit. No, you, like- no, 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 no. There's crops. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know. I, maybe I didn't get as far as the farm animals. I, I'm not pretending like I know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm just <laughs> in general, farms have more stuff than lawn mowing, but they also <laughs> have lawns. They do. <laughs> My God, there's a crossover here. Lawn slash farm simulator. Yeah. It, at some point here, we just go to life simulator, and then we end up in the Sims. Yes. 
Well, so anyway, if you are at all interested in Lawn Mowing Simulator, it is free on the Xbox Game Pass. I do not recommend downloading it, but hey, each to their own. But that's me. I know some people who are scared, would scarily be keen on this. That is kind of scary. Like, do you do you get do you get that thing where you've got to try and get the lawn so it like looks like it's got lines in it? Is well, that a thing? Yeah, I mean, you can definitely see where you've mown, and you can mow at different lengths. So you've got it. Each job has a certain length that they want it cut at. Uh, and I was trying to do. I don't know. I mean, would I was this trying make- to do cool shapes in the in the tutorial. But, um, Would this make me better at actual lawn mowing, I suppose, is the question I need to ask myself. Probably not. Is that something I want to be? Um, How many dick pics can I get into a lawn? That's, that's what I need to work out next. Maybe, oh, Twitch stream. <laughs> I, I have not streamed for a while, but maybe I should be streaming trying to mow dick pics into a lawn. I like uh, where this is headed. All right. If, so if, if, if screw Twitch, the dwarves. They're not getting done. I mean, you could also see how many dicks you could draw on a dwarf. True, true. I mean, those are the like the, the, the Slayer-type dwarves. They do have tattoos. They do. Oh. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, B1? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I know where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you just make them a little bit square and stuff, so it looks a bit runic, <laughs> and all of a sudden, dick runes. Yeah, yeah no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. All right. Let's see. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, that'll be an Instagram post for sure when I finish those. <laughs> anyway, that's it from me. Shall we take a break? Let's do that. All right. Fade to black. go now oh lordy it's a fire (laughs) so when i say we generally play games that is generally generally uh but it's mostly you in this case so why don't we talk for a little bit about the game that we shared and then you can talk for the next rest of the episode and i'll just feel come in at the end sure I mean, realistically, this is about the games that we shared, so that should be the highlighted, you know, the spotlight 
That's, All right. that's yeah. Yeah, but you don't, you just don't stop talking, so. I have been advised of that by many people, <laughs> all of them my wife. Um, <laughs> Multiple personalities, love it. Uh, so you got excited about Dungeon Bowl. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Specifically in that yes. instance about Dungeon yes. Bowl. We're not, yes. we're not talking about the wife anymore. And we, or you, I think you came up with the brilliant idea of doing an unboxing. Yes. Which we, we did on Twitch, live on Twitch. We unboxed the Dungeon Ball contents. So if you're at all interested in that, check that out. That's on our Twitch page. It's mainly just me gushing, to be I fair. Think, I, th- I think there's a bit of gush from both of us. Agreed. It's, it's, a, it's a collective gush. Mutual gushing. A, a co-gush. <laughs> Um, but after said gush, we paused the Twitch stream and then we set up for a game. We totally did. And we played and we played. We, I mean, we got some rules wrong, but that's what we do here. This is what happens when you literally just unbox the game and before you even look at the rules, you decide that we're going to play live on Twitch. Fuck yeah. And which is the only way to do things, really. So... I went with the College of Shadows, which Correct. is one of the ones that comes in the box. Uh, of course, I didn't use your models because you hadn't put them together because you'd literally yeah. unbox them 20 minutes earlier. All right. I mean, uh, while you had – like, I think you ducked downstairs and I was feverishly clipping the, the little chests off screws yes. <laughs> so we could, we could use them. Um, and then, yeah, I ran the College of Beasts, um, mainly – Werewolves. Mainly werewolves. You had two werewolves. Yeah, I had two. Yeah, I mean that's why you take them. That is no, the reason. For mainly four werewolves. I yeah. get you. I get you. So I had uh, the College of Shadows is Skaven goblins, dark elves. Yes. I don't believe. Did I take a goblin? There was no goblins. Okay, no. So I just went Skaven dark elves, yes. thinking that. Speed is probably my friend in this game. You had werewolves. You had what else did you have? Look, I grabbed. Uh, I desperately needed to take a minotaur, mm-hmm. so I definitely had a minotaur. A couple of werewolves, um, and then there was like a chaos blocker and beastmen. Because the the linemen in this one are beastmen linemen, which are relatively expensive. So, but you also them, relatively cool. It's very good linemen. Let's yeah. Let's not underestimate horns in a strength three generic lineman. Um, but you add that cost and a minotaur, and it kind of kills your options, especially when you desperately want werewolves, of which I desperately wanted. Did of I mention course. they have werewolves? Um, Why else would you take them? But yes, so werewolves and. You know, and stuff, yep. Versus Skaven and Dark Elves. It was it was a fun game. My first impressions, really enjoyed it. Really probably enjoyed it a lot more than I expected to, mm-hmm. and I was expecting to enjoy it a lot. So <laughs> take of that what thou wilt. Uh, we started off, we got a few things wrong. So we got... Um, about halfway through the game before we realized that you start off with 
how many players? Four? Seven? So you, you have 11 players. You start with six on the pitch. Six. There yeah. we go. I got there eventually. And then one every turn teleports in. But it wasn't until halfway through the game that we realized that that teleporting player can do nothing. That is that is their turn, effectively. Yes. Which makes sense. Absolutely. And it's the way it should be, but we had ignored that for the first little bit. <laughs> but we start off, there's six treasure chests in a dungeon. For anyone that doesn't know Dungeon Bowl and hasn't heard us gushing about it, and its potential release for a while. You have a dungeon set up, you have two end zones, you have six teleporters, and you have six chests, one of which has the ball inside. The others have bombs. And so I started off thinking, okay, well, let's just start opening some chests. Eventually the ball's going to be found, and then we play the game from then. So I ran up, uh, what was it? I ran up a gutter runner first turn uh, next to a, a chest. I ran a, a blitzer up next to another chest. And with my gutter runner, I opened the first chest to find a bomb. Huzzah. Huzzah. Totally expected. Second turn, the blitzer opens the chest that he's next to and finds the ball. And then all of a sudden, I was like, well, I was not expecting that, so what the fuck do I do now? (laughs) And it became this sort of all-in, everybody going for sort of the middle where this guy was with the ball, and then things happened, and teleporting happened, and like it was just a a mess. It was great kind of where it is because you know a couple of turns in so you not only have you got the six guys that you start with the pitch on but you've also got a few that have teleported in mm-hmm. um and the second that ball is found it paints just a big old target mm-hmm. on wherever that person or that player is um and that is exactly what happened that basically the entire the two teams swarmed on that that one little location um, yes so, and there was, you know, trying us trying to block up passageways to stop other people getting in. There was also, because the rooms have special rules, some of those, the rooms. At one stage there, the ball was in a room with uh, the, the little baby dragon. Mm-hmm. And what's that on a five plus when you... Something um, like that, yeah. When you activate, you just get knocked down by the cheeky little dragon. So there was this kind of, all right, I'm going to blitz with, no, he's been knocked down. Okay. Well, I'm going to do, no, he's been knocked down. Okay, next. (laughs) And in amongst that, you've also got that whole joy of people jumping onto portals to teleport around, but there's somebody standing on a portal because they teleported in last round, so they get bounced to another one, lands on somebody else, and so we were pinging around all over the place. It was, it was hilarity, really. And it was just really hard to predict what was going to happen. Like mm-hmm. these, literally, the best laid plans of which neither of us had. No. Um, <laughs> but they would not have gone well um, because you just had to react in every instance to what has changed and where your players have been repositioned to, and all all that kind of fun. Because you're pushing them onto portals, and then mm-hmm. they're teleporting off to other rooms. They're knocking the other person off portals, and and, and you know that kind of fun. So you add that to a very non-linear 
game board that we're playing on because that dungeon and we just use one of the ones out of the book as a starting point happy days um but worked perfectly fine um yeah it was a lot of a lot of just mess in the middle but the good kind of mess oh look it was so much fun and like there were people getting knocked down there was a i believe the minotaur failed a blitz at one point to oh, me and yeah uh and lots of people just once we worked out that you know you teleport on you're stuck there which means that that teleporter is taken up and i mean the rule is if you teleport twice twice or onto the same one mm-hmm. then you're gone yeah so I had people going, you know, jumping onto a teleporter, rolling a, a dice, going to that teleporter. There was someone there already. They'd go to somewhere else. And then a couple of times you'd get your second teleportation. That takes you off. What happened with my blitzer who still had the ball? He jumped. No, somebody jumped onto a teleporter and teleported onto the one that he was standing on. And then he rolled to see where he would go and rolled the exact same number, which means that he is gone. However, I was like, well, can I use a team re-roll on this? And we couldn't work out if that was true or not. We couldn't see any reason why you couldn't. And I did go into GW the next day and saw Bradley setting up a game against one of his regulars and I asked the same question and Bradley was like well and he put it in a much better way than than I'm ever going to reiterate but basically said that because you are the one rolling the dice you can use a re-roll on it and apparently there is a skill as well which yeah so that's where I was similar. that's where I was going so one of the skills is like a dodge re-roll but mm-hmm. for portal for portal travels, so if you roll badly, you you get like a free reroll for that. Yeah. So which lends me to believe it's treated the same way as a dodge roll or a block mm-hmm. roll or anything else that you can use a team reroll on. Yes, which is also what what Bradley and the other guy came up with. So I'm like, yeah, cool. So I used the team reroll and happened to teleport to one of the teleporters, which was closest to your end zone, and also wasn't. Stupidly guarded like all the others. No, that was the one I chose to leave. Yes. So then I went, okay, cool, and started and made my way and made my way into this room with this giant gaping chasm. Chasm? Which way am I saying it this time? Uh, I don't know. Uh, The flaming gash of doom. The flaming gash, yes. So he made his way across the gash, which only had one little bridge across it and then I moved a gutter runner to stand on said bridge to cause a bit of an issue and that was pretty much it. waltzed waltzed in. Yep. Next turn, touchdown, game over. Win to the Skaven, totally unexpected. Uh, Win to the Skaven and some token Dark Elves. But yes, I'm still still playing around and, and like you, I have been thinking about making up teams and you know, if when I went into GW the other day, they had a Skaven team on the shelf, I probably would have picked it up to make a shadow team. 
but I am waiting until I purchase the, the box to actually sit down and, and work out exactly who I want to play because now I'm leaning to, more towards the beasts for some reason. But lots of fun. Really enjoyed it. The Bonehead podcast have been talking about it for a little while and they suggest rather than go first to score one touchdown wins mm -hmm. because then it does become kind of what ours became, although the game didn't take us that long in the end. Uh, they suggest maybe two or three balls. I think three yes. is what they're suggesting and then yep. 16 turns, which might be something that we should try out. And see be fun. which one we like the taste of more. Yeah, I because yeah, even before that, they they were talking about a format that was three balls, mm -hmm. and literally, you know, you play till all three balls are gone, um, and then whoever yep. whoever wins wins because there's no draws because three is an odd number. You see what they've done there, <laughs> cheeky bastards. Um, <laughs> It was stupidly fun though. Like just the adding the portals in the random, not knowing the ball is coming in. Like it is not the, and Blood Bowl is a relatively random game in itself. You need mm -hmm. to lean into the, the craziness that happens. And this just takes that up to 11. Um, but I'm okay with that. Like 11's where I like to play my games. It was so much fun. And so, I'm I mean, so itching to get my hands on it. Otherwise, you're sitting there playing on 10 and you need that little bit of a, a, a boost, you need that little push over the edge. Where do you go? Nowhere. What? Dungeon Bowl up to 11. <laughs> <laughs> this is the perfect analogy, people. You don't even understand how good it is. Um so yes, that was that was our shared, and that was as I said on the Twitch stream after the unboxing, we we reactivated that and just watched the stupidity unplay out. It was great. Yeah, had um, a couple of our regulars in there, which was great as well, um, cheering us on or booing us, whichever they were. Uh, and that is still up on Twitch as well. If so, if you want to go. Oh, to good. Want to go watch it? Twitch.tv slash thoughtless casual gaming uh, should still be up there, uh, mainly because I haven't done any painting Twitch streams for a while. So you should be able to find it right at the top. Huzzah. We planned that. You're welcome. <laughs> but that's me for games. Oh, yeah. I see. And I feel, you know, a little bit bad taking over here, but, you know, just sit down, kitties, and let me let me regale you. Um, no. I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> Fuck that. I need to sleep at some point. Um, no, well, this whole thing has happened. So the, the Blood Bowl 7s League that we're currently playing in at the moment has hit a little bit of a stall. Like we're just, we're a little bit where there's there's a few games that need to get played and not a lot of games actually being played. COVID a is of, a lot to blame for that too. Yes. Jerks. Jerks. Um, Who would have thought that eating bats could be a bad thing? Well, no one told that to Ozzy Osbourne. No, exactly. Um, or they didn't make them like they used to, or I don't know. Um, but either way, there's a, a couple of us. I mean, I've still got two games to play, to be fair. I'm not out of the woods here at all. Um, but Dylan has played all his games and is currently painting up his team for season two and is the most enthusiastic person on the face of the planet. And when he said, hey, is anyone free for a game? And I had absolutely nothing on, I could not help but 
agree. <laughs> I had to acquiesce to that request. Um, cause he just he was desperate to bust out the dark owls for, and give him a run for season two. So we knew what the vaguely what he was doing. Um, and I decided that was a really good opportunity for me to also bust out my season two team and Ooh. just play them again. Remember how they worked, but in a sevens team. So, cause I was playing and I've, I've broken out the, what is now currently uh Kislev circus for those old school blood bowl fans who are now frothing in the mouth at that very mention of the name. Um, Slan was the, the previously, they basically reskinned them um, to make them vaguely more modern G-dub appropriate and IP-able. Or Slan. Slan, Slan. Slan. Is it Flan or is it Flan? I don't know. Um, but they were the custard-based dessert of the Blood Bowl world. Um so I ran the, the Kislev team um, against Dill. So I ran, and from memory, it was the bear, so the big guy, who's mm-hmm. basically a croxagore, uh, two catches, a blitzer, and you fill with linemen to, what, three linemen and you're done. Yep. I think I snagged my uh, – no, who does re-rolls at seven? And that's that's what is mildly terrifying. Um, and then Dill ran his dark elves, which had – Which? Which I'm trying to remember what he did. Was it a witch two blitzers or was it witch blitzer assassin runner? One of those two. Doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. Dark elves. They're all fucking elves. They do crazy ass shit. Um, look, the terrifying thing I've relearned is big guys are unreliable. Mm-hmm. As much as strength five is lovely to have. Um, they let you down at the most like at the times you need the most, but also, so the whole kicker with the Kislev slash Slan team is that everybody has leap and very long legs. And that is kind of the change up. The problem is, is with no re-rolls in a sevens game and all of those being straight edge rolls and everybody basically being edge three. Okay. I see where this is going. that makes leaping terrifying. <laughs> um, so I, I honestly played a game of the, the, the entire team has leap. I leapt once in that game because, frankly, it was terrifying with no re-rolls because I would normally play in a full 11 season, I would play three re-rolls off the bat because you need it. Yep. Um like the catches are good ball handlers and everything, but with no starting block, no starting dodge, and your just desire to use leap as much as physically possible, you need them. Uh, with no rerolls, no block, no dodge, no none of that jazz. Anywho, um, so the way this played really quickly is I elected to receive after winning the toss. I honestly pelted up because i mean even the big guy is move six which is glorious okay um so effectively i'm at his line of scrimmage scrimmage in my first turn with a nice big old cage and then it was in turn two or three punch a hole in his lines and sprint to catch a through happy days um i think it was a couple of go for it's but we were there um he returned fire really fucking quickly though um and again, dark elves, elves. 
they they are elves. They move good. They move the ball good, and they're dark elves, so they actually do a little bit of punching on the way through. So that was a legitimate thing. And by halftime, we were going into this one all um, with me kicking to Dylan. Um, and that's kind of where the game stalled. Um, it then became a blood ball game where the dice didn't work. Is that what happened? Yeah, for a little bit there. In the end, he managed to slowly just grind his way up the field. And, you know, we played a lot on the sidelines and witch elves and frenzy and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. So it was a bit of a learning game for him about how to manage frenzy. There were a number of uphill blocks that he didn't want to take, um, (laughs) but unfortunately had to. Um, So there's a little bit of that going on. And a couple of moments there where, you know, we, we talked about his options after he took them and, and suggested maybe there were some some better ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but he got up 2-1 with like, I think it was like two turns to go. Um, I saw I played hyper-aggressive in those last two turns because I had to. Yep. And it got to literally the last turn and... I was there going, right, I knocked this guy out of the way. As long as, like, literally, the the one blitz I have has to knock someone down and then I'm good. I'm home and hosed. That one blitz did knock someone, did not knock someone down. Mm -hmm. And it put me at a a major problem where there was, like, three or four dodge rolls, no matter which way I went. Um, and that was the shining moment when I remembered that every single one of my players had leap and very long legs. Okay. And it was exactly that moment where I realized that I could take four dodge rolls or I could leap once, dodge once. And go. And happen to pull it off. <laughs> so we ended on a draw. Excellent. Um, Oh, that's a good game. But it was a it was a fun game. As I said, it was it had a little bit of everything. It had a little bit of learnings for everybody. Um, I don't know how the hell they're going to go in the season. As I said, with 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 a rule that I don't really want to use and a bunch of rules that are no fucking good, um, and a big guy that will fail at the most inappropriate times. So that was fun. But while I was there, I'd also because it was an easy way to transport everything. To be fair, I'd brought Dungeon Bowl because it had all the rule books and everything in it. I'd thrown them all into one I'd thrown them all into one box. Um and he was kind of flicking through and we looked at the time and he looked at me and I looked at him and he goes, "Oh, you got time?" <laughs> at Dungeon Bowl, I mean, it could take no time at all. We will see. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided to basically rack him and just play and it was cuz both of us had only brought sevens teams. So we went oh, all right, let's just give it a go with sevens. Okay. So we played sevens Dungeon Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly the same teams, exactly the same everything. Um, lessons learned from last game. I kept somebody down near my uh, actual, you know, end zone, end zone. To, to randomly just tackle anyone who decided to portal themselves there. <laughs> um, it ended up in a really big clusterfuck in one of the rooms where – we found a ball and then the person who found the ball got knocked over and then the ball bounced around a bit and off like five different people um, and off a wall. And that's it did about bounce the off the wall? Yeah, so it legitimately... that's what we didn't do because the, the blitzer that found the ball ended up scoring, so... Yeah, it never really happened. But in this instance, the ball got picked up 
but the person who picked it up kind of ended their movement there and then got pounced on the following turn. And then that person got pounced on. And then there was suddenly like three or four people prone in this one room and the ball bouncing around off them all and trying to catch and failing and all that kind of jazz bouncing off walls and hitting another dude. And so there was a lot of that going on. Um, oh, that's you know, gold. People getting pushed onto portals because again, there was like five people crammed into one tiny ass little room. Um, and me randomly jumping onto portals, hoping to get more people in that room. So, you know, here's a one in six, but what could possibly go wrong? So the only thing I would say for Dungeon Bowl with sevens is that you have less people, because we ran out of players to to portal on mm-hmm. pretty quick, pretty quickly. Um, I think we only started with four or five on the pitch, so we had a couple in reserves, yep. but... So with less people portaling on and less people ending on portals, you have less bouncing around on portals and it's frankly less fun. Okay. So I can see why 11s is a good thing. Because it is, for Dungeon Bowl, it's a million gold to create your team, which is what it is for 11s. So yep. rather than the 600 you get for 7s, probably a much better idea to do. Yes. try an 11s team. But it has been a while since we played 11s. It's been a well, and as I said, we just had sevens and we went, bugger it, let's give it a go. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, in the end, it ended up, I had the bear and someone else in that room just wailing away. Um, so managed to grab the ball and dodge it, jump out on a portal, um, which was good fun. And there were a couple of moments there right at the end where Dylan had to kind of save it, but to save it, you had to make a dodge roll and do a thing and then do, and that didn't work. So we didn't like that. So, all right, what about next? What about if this player pushes this person out the way and hits them into the wall, because that gives you a greater chance of falling down. Um, so we we're starting to play all this kind of thing, but mm-hmm. it was one of those where the first thing you tried didn't fail, but didn't cause a turnover, happy days. And then we went through three or four different ways to possibly resolve it to stop me scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one he tried failed and it didn't cause a turnover. I'm like, all right, well, all you need to do now is like 14 dodge rolls <laughs> because we're in corridors and yep. everybody's in the t- and you're dodging around. It was crazy. Um Sorry, did not work is the moral of the story here. And I waltzed into the end zone much like you did last game. Um, so that was, as I said, good fun. Probably the lesson there was more players means more just hilarity and craziness and stupidity. And that's what turns up to 11. Turns out you need 11 players, one for every volume level. So you were probably at a, at a seven then. Yeah. Which is like it's not going to a, a, a Spinal Tap or a, an Iron Maiden concert. It's like going to Ed Sheeran. Or Imagine no. Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> notes. <laughs> Actually, what was oh, It wasn't Hellbound. It was the one before that, the Monsters one. There was an Imagine Dragons f- song in that that they kept on playing. Uh, Sweet Home. That's That was the, the Alabama show. I'm going to find out what that Imagine Dragons song was. Anyway, so, so that's you know, two games. That's important. And then, just because I haven't spoken enough, um, 
Now we've been trying to. We had for a very uh, a, a brief period there. We had a very regular Wednesday night Marvel night happening, which was fun. And of late, it had just it had fallen down to the the issues of life, Christmas, December, work, freaking families, responsibility, all that shit. Ugh. Families, I don't know. I know, right? Um, but. Even with Throw the Dice Shot, um, managed to tee up Jared for a, a sneaky Marvel game. And Ooh, a sneaky the, one. Well, in that, I mean, we didn't announce it per se. I just drove to his house and we played there. Um, so, you know, sneaky as that is. Um but the probably the the caveat there is we had played probably the same scenarios a fair amount, just out of pure luck, and we decided that was not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. We needed to, we needed to change this up, so we picked some. We basically said, right, we just want a big scenario, so we want like a nineteen or a twenty mm-hmm. threat scenario. Happy days. Um, so we worked out crews based on that. Um, and did you do it all beforehand or did you do the oh, actual look. thing? So the way this played out is we agreed to play like 20 threat. Mm-hmm. And then I got to his house and I said, um, do you have any scenario cards that are 20 threat? And he went, no. Nah. I went, mm, neither do I. <laughs> so we went through the app and we just found one off that and we just played it off the app, which is fine because it's got all the cards and everything. Yeah. Um, and then we found another one. So we played, oh, what was it? It is... Um, Something or other mists, terrorized city, which is the mm-hmm. big one, um, and then we had uh, worthy, uh, so hammers, as it's effectively known. So the two scenarios that we had, the first one, the Terrigen mists had basically two mist clouds, one on either side of the board. You stand near that, you control it, you get things, but you also get poison and damage. Okay. There's pros and cons. Swings and roundabouts, right there. Um, so that was the, but then the, if you're controlling the mist cloud, you can move it to range two at the end of each turn. Mm-hmm. So you can start to reposition the mist cloud. You still take damage, you still get poison, but you're getting points. I think it's two for each mist cloud you're controlling. Um, and then hammers, there are four hammer uh, icons and there are uh, an extract so you can pick them up. You get a, an extra dice to each of your attacks but it costs an extra power to play any team's tactics cards with that. Okay. The extra fun bit is you can hold more than one hammer. Ooh. You can play multi-hammer. <laughs> um, so teams off the bat, Jared was playing Avengers, so he had um, – I don't know exactly what he played. So he played Captain America, Thor, Two-Point Black Widow, Hawkeye, Hulk. Hulk. I saw the picture. Yeah. He's a big ass model. He's he is. He is. I'm. He's one of the guys that I've got, but I haven't used yet. And then, no. yeah, he's he's fun. Heads up. Um, I know he's got a new rules review. I don't know if we played old or new rules. I don't actually know. But anyway, um, and then I played A Force as per usual, but um, again, trying to bring out a couple of big hitters. So and trying to, to run stuff that didn't work so well last time and work out why it didn't work so well last time. Um, so I ran, I know what this one, She-Hulk, Angela, Valkyrie, 
Captain Marvel, Black Widow, mm-hmm. 2.0. Um, the way this played out is I went Angela and She-Hulk on one side and they belted up one end. Angela grabbed a hammer and then dropped off She-Hulk on a Terrigen Mist Cloud because it turns out she's immune to poison. Um, wow. So they held That's that. That's convenient. I know, right? It's like I planned it. Um, and then the others, so Captain Marvel, Valkyrie, and Black Widow pelted out on the other side towards the other one. Um. The other thing that actually did play a point in this game was the terrain. So we decided that for most of the terrain, because we wanted stuff we could throw, and there was like mm-hmm. we had the don- donut shop that Jared had just printed, so we oh. needed to definitely, somebody needed to throw that. Um, so a lot of size three and two stuff. The donut shop was a size four. Mm-hmm. I think there was another size four, but then he also had a, a bigger building on there that we called size five, which basically meant no one's throwing that sucker. Excellent. So it gave us a good mix of interactive and non-interactive terrain. Mm -hmm. Um, So She-Hulk and Angela are basically standing next to this big sci-fi building and some other stuff, holding on to one Miss Cloud and then on the other side with a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, The other three, and the way it played out is Captain Marvel, Valkyrie, and Black Widow stared down Black Widow and Hulk. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. And then on the other side, I was tangling with um, Captain America, Thor, and uh, Hawkeye. So cunning plans, and here's where they were, right? So Hulk is a bit of a pain in the bum in that he gets punchier the more you hit him. Okay. So so for every three damage, he adds an extra dice to his attack. And he's got 20 20 damage. I own Hulk, but I have not actually looked at his card properly. I am just going to do that now. So that was a concern. I actually didn't want to hit him. Um, Black Widow grabbed the hammer really quickly, really early. And I thought my best option here is to actually murder Black Widow, steal the hammer, and then fuck off and Mm -hmm. leave Hulk. And... Black Widow's actually got an attack that does a stagger on him, which means that he only gets one action a turn effectively. Yep. Um, so the plan was to base stagger Hulk as much as possible, do as little damage as possible, and run away. It seems like the way to handle seemed, him. And I had Valkyrie and Captain Marvel there that should be able to take down Black Widow, relatively simple, and both had decent enough music, movement that they could get away. So Valkyrie charges Black Widow, Fluffs it. Um, Hulk activates. Captain Marvel got up so she could charge, like moved up so she could do it next turn and and kind of back her up, but got a little bit too aggressive and Hulk smushed her. Mm-hmm. So she was she was dazed early in my turn too, um, which was mildly disappointing. Um, so Valkyrie fluffed. Captain Marvel went and. Look, Black Widow did what she was supposed to do. She went in, she staggered Hulk, she made life hard for him, she kind of dicked around a little bit and annoyed him mm-hmm. as per the plan. Um, but I hadn't managed to steal the hammer and I had to kind of stay there to try and nab as many points as I possibly could and to turn this at some point later on. Other side of the board, Angela murders, just literally straight up murdered 
Hawkeye, which is great. Excellent. Um, and turns out has got a fair amount of movement on her and lays out some hurt. So, you know, she was, she was looking reasonably good and she Hulk was doing a really good job of tanking the hell out of um, Captain America and Thor. And again, laid down a bunch of hurt and I had Captain America dazed pretty quickly as well. Um, this is all sounding good so far. So it's all sounding pretty good. And the plan here is murder Hawkeye because he's a pain in the ass. Yep. And then, I managed to, so Angela also by turn three had taken Thor down to all but one wound. He had proceeded to run balls deep into She-Hulk. So the way this played out is I had to weather Thor attack with Mm She-Hulk and then it was happy days. I was, I had a fair amount of power there and a fair opportunity to, to take out both Steve Rogers and Thor knowing that I only had to plink him with like one or two damage. Here is where the best laid plans uh, go awry. So things I did not do in turn two were, or at the start of turn three, were play my stalwart determination tactics card. And that is you play it at the start of the round and it means that anyone who spends the power for it cannot be thrown or pushed. Okay. Great. Look, sounds good for standing on objectives and stuff, but I actually wasn't massively stressed about standing on objectives, so I'm like, all right, I can leave this for a turn. What I did not think about is the fact I was standing next to a size 5 building. And what proceeded to happen Mm. was Thor, with one remaining wound, after, like, she held had taken a a fair chunk of damage out of this and I managed to use um, patch up whatever it is to to pull 5 back. Thor managed to do a bunch of damage to her, which I knew was coming, but basically every single attack threw her. So between for Asgard and a few other bits and pieces and superpowers, and he just repeatedly threw her into a size five building that wasn't going anywhere, which means he could do it again. And it was legitimately, she got thrown over two turns Five times, and that was exactly the amount of damage that they needed to do to remove She-Hulk to remove She-Hulk from the game. Just I'm looking at the card now. Thor is is a beast, and I've known this again from playing against him. He's five points, but he's a he's a good five pointer. And I constantly underrate him, and I think it's because he's on a little base. Maybe. But he does more than I expect every single time. He gets extra power. He throws. He shocks. He staggers. Yeah. He stagger? Yep, staggers. And he's got eight health on his injured side, six on his uninjured. He's he's not a bad guy. No, he's, he's a good. And he's probably the one that I need to focus more on. Because they've also got the tactics card between him and Captain America where he can do the lightning off the shield. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that that happened at some point as well. But either way, basically the plink damage from being thrown was exactly enough to murder She-Hulk. And if you'd played that one card? It was not happening. <laughs> I would have been alive with about three health and... 23 power, I think I had racked up. Good Lord. That she died with. Um, So I was very much 
expecting to remove Steve Rogers and Thor in the next round. Mm-hmm. It literally the next player turn. Um, and instead you removed She-Hulk. Which kept both Steve Rogers and Thor on the table and Angela decided it was a good idea to murder the Hawkeye and run away. Um, <laughs> so she did that because she was not going to stand up to the pair of them. Um, she bravely ran away. Yeah. On the flip side, the other side, so I've got Captain Marvel and Black Black Widow Valkyrie not going to plan because Black Widow, she's got a fun ability, right, where you can't target her outside of three. Mm-hmm. But if you are within two, she in hitting her with a, a fist attack, she counts her blanks as successes. Mm-hmm. So you actually have to hit her at exactly two more than two. Yeah, but more than two, but less than three. Um, which I realized, like I was playing her, I should have worked this out, but I worked out way too late um, because she just lived way more than she should have. Um, so at that point in time, I abandoned Plan A. Um, I think I dazed her, but then she got back up and grabbed a hammer. Oh, no. What's better is she got back up and then Hulk grabbed the hammer that she had dropped. Because that's what you need is is Hulk yeah. throwing more dice when he hits people. Yeah. Um, so that meant Hulk had two hammers. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, he and, picked up one at the start. And Hulk smash. And... I panicked a little bit at this moment, but I went, no, it's fine. How many how many wounds does Hulk have remaining? Because I had plinked a fair amount off him by this time, just going, right, well, I've got to abandon ship and do something, so we'll hit mm-hmm. Hulk. Um, and I'd taken a chunk of damage off him, and he had like 12 damage remaining. And I went, right, Captain Marvel, let's see what we can do. So she goes binary. She goes for a rocket punch. And I rolled stupidly. So I think Rocket Punch is a nine dice attack. You add two for binary. And between the criticals, so that's 11 dice. Mm -hmm. Between the criticals and everything that happened and the the extra attacks, I rolled 11 successes to his no blocks. Uh, If I had have had one more power... I could have thrown something at him. I did not have one more power and I could not throw something at him. And Hulk proceeded to smash Captain Marvel. He threw 16 dice after he'd smashed Captain Marvel because he gets an extra dice for each three wounds he had taken. And he had taken 19 wounds by this point in time. (laughs) And he gets and he gets an extra dice for each hammer he is holding, of which he was holding two. He threw a sixteen dice attack at Black Widow after he'd smushed Captain Marvel. And Black and Widow Black was Black Widow was fine. She was a red stain on the car, on the pavement. <laughs> she was it was properly murdered. Um, so that side of the game, it was an abandoned ship situation, but um, that's about the time that Jared maxed out on points. So some lessons, some lessons and some moments that could have just, you know, if I had of, you know, potentially the right play was to hit Widow with um, Captain Marvel's beam attack, which I could do from outside of two. Mm -hmm. Um, Valkyrie just threw a 
shit ton of dice that didn't pay off. Um, she did, and again, she's got she's got an ability there that lets you charge. So you make a movement, then an attack. Yep. She's got an attack that's like a good. It's like a six dice attack or something, right? And on a wild, you get another free attack. Ooh, okay. So my plan here was I charge in. I then use the the extra attack to get a free strike attack. And I've done enough. Like it's a six dice and a five dice attack on Widow. Surely, surely she can't live through that. Turns out she can because I charged. I did the six dice attack. She blocked most of them. I think I did a couple of damage, but I didn't roll a wild. So I didn't get the freebie attack. And then I was standing next to Black Widow and Hulk with no power or actions left. Yep. That'll do and it. Here I am. Um, so, yeah, no, it, we were literally, for the first three turns, it was neck and neck. We were literally going up. I think it was, you know, two hammers and a mist cloud each. Mm-hmm. So we're going four, eight. And then in that turn, it just swung hard. And um, it was how many points does Jared want to win by? Um <laughs> So, so technically, Avengers are pretty much on a hundred percent success rate at the moment. Yeah, I think what we that. need to do is we need to organize. Let's let's organize another like just all in brawl, three player. Then we just murder brawl, Jared, and we just murder Jared. Sold. Excellent. I don't think he listens, so I think that's the plan to go for. Maybe if he does, like, what's he going to do? <laughs> Say no to the game? Nah. Yeah, nah. He can't do that. He knows he can't do that. Um, so, yeah. No, it was as a really good fun. I think, you know, lessons there were tactics cards matter mm-hmm. and terrain matters. And it was actually mixing up terrain was a really good thing because it makes you think about how you use it, what you do, all that kind of jazz. Um, and I'm still not used to this measuring horizontally for everything and the verticality and stuff. That'll come. That'll come. I mean, the terrain thing is very good because, I mean, we have had games in the past where you get to halfway through the game and half of the terrain is gone. Yeah. And and it did mean that we threw less terrain, um, partially because we couldn't throw all the terrain, but partially because, you know, you you start working out when it's useful and when it's not. but the other thing we were talking about that was super cool is when, you know, the first games we painted or we played, nothing was painted. We had just the terrain from a couple of boxes and stuff. So there was a lot of lampposts. Um, <laughs> and, and that trash can. And the trash can. Um, so that ha- – but as we've been playing more, models are getting painted. So every time we show up, some more stuff's painted. Um, and then we've had progressively more terrain on the board as well. So it just feels like that the more we sort of play, the more immersive the game is getting, which is super fun. Because um, it has been really noticeable that you show up and then the board looks a little bit more alive and, you know, the models have got paint on them and that you're actually playing in a real city. It's a black and white city, but we'll get there. Um, <laughs> That's the next step, isn't it? Getting the... Yeah. Um getting the terrain painted to go with all the models that are painted because you've got all your A-Force painted. I've got all my Marvel painted. How's Jared going with his? Um, I think, yeah, he's I noticed, getting there. I noticed there were already colours on Hulk, 
So yeah, he's he's making a, a red hot go. I think there's a couple he's been putting off. I'm looking at you, Captain America, um, <laughs> which I can kind of understand. But no, as I said, and the more we're playing, the more people are getting excited and, and actually putting paint on stuff, which is super cool. Yeah. Groovy. Is that games? That's games. Cool. So I think we've rabbited on long enough for an episode. Uh, we have, we still have plans within plans, within plans, within plans. No, that's a lie. It's a plan. And with any luck, we may be getting one more episode out uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, we will record an episode probably early next year. Um, typical sort of wrap up of 2021 you know, favorite moments, that sort of thing. And then what we're looking forward to in 2022. Uh, We do have a competition on at the moment. It's on Facebook. Jump onto Facebook, check out our page. And all you need to do is say one thing that you've enjoyed us talk about. You don't even have to tell the truth. You don't have to tell the truth. You just have to say something. Uh, That'll put you in the... Prior in a running for a prize, uh, I'm hoping to potentially tailor the prize to the person that wins. That's my goal, but we will see how that goes. As always, Patreons get two automatic entries, and uh, I want to say a shout out to our latest Patreon, Lockie, who has joined us towards the end of last month. Uh, so thank you very much to him. What I'm also trying to do is I am going, I've been playing around with the idea of doing mini episodes. So little five, 10 minute episodes, just sort of a bit focused, a bit more, I don't know, personal opinion, not that this isn't personal opinion, I suppose, but a little bit more focused on one particular thing. Those... I have been trying to work out how to do them the best way to mm-hmm. have them as Patreon only, and I have hit a couple of snags, but I have worked out one way of at least getting them up there. So okay. there is one episode up. Uh, if you are a Patreon that is on Patreon, you can go and listen to it there, and hopefully uh, we'll have a couple more in the in, in the coming weeks. If that's, wait, I just get to, to record myself just waxing lyrical about anything I want and somebody can listen to it? Yes, absolutely. Like more, more, more than this? More than this, yes. Oh, shit. You, when you started talking in, the, the WA word that I thought you were saying became waxing, so I'm glad about that. I thought, oh, no, I, that, that's, yeah, no, we're, that's future plans. That's 2022 TCG. <laughs> Excellent. Finally, um, getting an income stream. <laughs> the OnlyFans is taking off. Uh, but that's it. Uh, have a great and safe Christmas, guys. Uh, be careful. Look after each other. Uh, this is again. This is not a great month for people. So uh, make sure you know that you're there if people need. And if if you're having a rough time, just reach out because. December can wow, suck. It can really suck, and it can be the worst month for a lot of people. So, um, yeah. we're thinking of you all, both of you that listen. Yeah, uh, but that's it from us. 
Be extra excellent to each other. Yes. Catch y'all. Laters. Yeah, you are.